Hey, it's Mike from Locked On Cardinals, and uh, let me tell you about our good friends at Postmates to sponsor the show this week. It doesn't matter what you're looking for, right? You can get whatever you need whenever you need it using Postmates. It's because Postmates is going to become your favorite personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. It doesn't matter what you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all the restaurants, groceries, and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates going to bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't, you don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. You can download the app for iOS or Android for free. And right now, once you do that, for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners... $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show brought to you in part by Vivid Seats. Download the Vivid Seats app and use the promo code POSTSEASON for a, a discount of up to $100 off your next purchase. This is episode 125 of Friday, October the 10th, 2019, the NLCS edition as the Cardinals set to take on the Nationals at Bush Stadium, 7.08 Central Time, TBS Tonight, we're going to talk about Game 1, get a little bit into Game 2 since since it's on Saturday. Then we get some uh, listener uh, phone calls, some text messages to get into. Some final thoughts on that Brave series, just because there's some uh, chatter that needs to be put down, at least in my view. And then finally... Uh, Got an announcement for you. That's going to be coming up at the end of the show, so be sure to stick around for that. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, anywhere else you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. The phone number to leave a voicemail or to text the show, 615-499-6690. Well, here we are. The Cardinals have done it game one of the National League Championship Series. Set to take place at Bush Stadium tonight, 7.07 Central Daylight Time start time on TBS. You can also listen to the radio feed on uh, your local Cardinals radio affiliate. ESPN Radio will be carrying that as well, I believe, at the National Call. And, uh, yeah, should be fun. Um, all right, so some interesting decisions that the Cardinals have made, though none of them, I guess really appear to be wrong. I kind of assumed that Adam Wainwright would get the game one start against the Nationals. It was his turn in the rotation. He'd be well-rested for it and uh, could be the last uh, home start that he gets, depending on what he decides to do with his career next year. Uh, instead, he's going to get game two. Miles Michaelis getting game one. Opposite him will be Anibal Sanchez. Uh, both guys, not necessarily the best of pitchers. Uh, just looking at the counting stats, you know, if whatever stock you put in those, Anibal Sanchez, 
was uh, a hair bit better. He started game one against the Dodgers through five innings of one-run ball with nine strikeouts in game three against the Dodgers. He's only faced the Cardinals once this year, giving up three runs in five innings. Now, Michaelis looked really good in game one of the National League Division Series. Uh, allowed one run over five innings. He's also faced the Nationals uh, twice in the regular season. September 17th, the most recent start, allowed three runs in six innings. So, not bad at all. These guys, um, they're going to be workhorses. They're going to be good pitchers for both these teams uh, heading into this series. Now, I don't believe... It's overstating it to tell you how important it is for the Cardinals to jump out and get a Game 1 win. History is on the side of Game 1 winners uh, in, these, in these contests. It puts you up ahead, meaning you have to, I mean, obviously you have to win less games, but it takes some of the pressure off. Um, so the Cardinals, uh, it would behoove them to win this start, and here's why. If you can win the Michaelis start, which is completely doable. It's not like the Nationals are this big powerhouse team. The Nationals, a, a good way to think of the Nationals is they are the um, National League East version, basically, of the Cardinals. Similar records, similar type pitchers, for the most part. They do have that, uh, do, that well, uh, duo, a trio of uh, pitchers all in the running for the Cy Young this year. That's mainly the biggest difference. And apparently, an ageless Howie Kendrick is there as well. But we're not going to get Max Scherzer in this first game. We're not going to get Steven Strasburg. We are going to get Enabal Sanchez in game one. Uh, Jack Flaherty, because he pitched game five of the National League Division Series finale, he will get game three matching up against Strasburg. Um, and when the, when the series heads to Washington... So, what are going to be some of the keys of this game? Well, I tell you what, it's the same thing it was with Atlanta. You got to get hit. You got to get on base. The Cardinals are proving the exception to the rule that good pitching wins in the postseason. It does. I mean, don't get me wrong; it does win in the postseason. But if the Cardinals can't score any runs to back up a good pitching performance, then it's all for naught anyway. The Cardinals are going to get hits, and they're going to need to get hits often. Uh, Anibal Sanchez, by the way, his hard hit percentage, according to Statcast, 28.3% of the time versus Miles Michaelis, who gets hard hit 36.4% of the time. Uh, the, the stats tend to favor uh, Sanchez over... Uh, Michaelis in just about every category except one. Of course, that's uh, that's the walks. Uh, 4.2% for Michaelis. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. Versus Sanchez, who walks 8.1% uh, of the guys. Their K rate's almost identical at 188 Well, that is identical. Uh, so that being said, the Cardinals really need to be patient at the plate here. They need to take their walks. They need to be take the pitches. Don't swing at stuff outside the zone. And they got to keep an eye out for Sanchez's cutter and his splitter. They each throws both nearly a quarter quarter of the time right along with his forcing fastball, which he throws just a hair bit more. Um, You, you want to be able to see that on the outside and then keep an open eye out for that change of the curve. He also has a slider. This guy, 
has six pitches. No, excuse me, one, two, three, four, five. He has seven pitches. The Sanchez seven is what we're going to start calling that. <laughs> um, and, I mean, he uses them to great effect. Uh, his barrel percentage only 6.6%. Now, Michaelis is right there with him as well. Now, here's the other thing you have to look at when you're thinking about our lineup and you're thinking about Anibal Sanchez in this game one of the National League Championship Series. He gives up almost as many line drives as he does fly balls. He has a 39.1% ground ball percentage versus uh, Michaelis' 48.8. And uh, Michaelis doesn't give up as many fly balls and line drives, obviously. So the Cardinals are going to have to jump on the good pitches. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna say this probably the rest of the postseason while the Cardinals are in it. Goldie's gonna hit his home runs occasionally. Ozuna's gonna hit his home runs occasionally. Wong, Molina, I'm sure they're gonna walk into a couple of home runs occasionally. But for the most part, they need to be hitting just to get on base. Now, while we can't expect what happened in the first inning of game five against the Braves to happen again. That it would be ideal in terms of how they did it. Take a walk, move the guy over, single, single. You know, try to score two, three runs in an inning. Get the hit parade moving. That's how you're going to win these ball games, especially against a guy like Anibal Sanchez. Um, Max Scherzer, that would be a uh, that would be a completely different story, most likely. Uh, Scherzer, Strasburg, all those guys are very much, um, very, very much strikeout guys. They've not announced a starter for game two. We do know that Adam Wainwright is going to be taking the mound uh, for the Cardinals that day. And, uh, Wayno, it's been, it's been a weird year for him. Very up and down. Um, but... He seems to have finally found a groove and kind of reinvented himself more as a finesse pitcher in the latter half of the season and going into the postseason. His last start against the Braves, we saw what he did. An amazing outing. An amazing outing. Uh, It was, what, seven and two-thirds innings? Threw like 120-some-odd pitches, I believe. Was amazing. Still a shame that the Cardinals coughed that game up. But... Here's the thing. With Wayno on the mound, his barrel percentage, 6.9%. He only gets solid contact 5% of the time. His ground ball rate just shy of 50%. He doesn't give up a ton of fly balls. And his line drive rate's about a quarter of the time. So, with that being said, these two games, these first two games at home, Michaelis and Wayno are completely winnable. You win these first two games at home, then you get Flaherty on the mound against Strasburg. And while Strasburg is not a walk in the park, he didn't look all that sharp in that last game against the Dodgers. Oh, that was overshadowed just a little bit, uh, I suppose, by the Dodgers' uh, epic meltdown. But still, didn't look all that sharp. Scherzer has not looked sharp all postseason long. Patrick Corbin, different story. But there is a path for victory here. And there are people still, still, 
picking the Nationals over the Cardinals as if it's something that's written in stone. Now, granted, the Nationals are the sexy pick. They uh, just won their first postseason series. Of course, they've become the darlings of the media. We want to see the Nationals win it all. Get back for the first time since they had the Montreal Expos. Well, I hate to say it, but the Cardinals are going to need to crash that party because we need the Cardinals to go back to the World Series. We got your phone calls and text messages coming up in just a minute. A final thought on the Brave Series as well. And uh, we have an announcement, a show announcement coming up at the end of this show too. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to contact the show, 615-499-6690. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. I want to tell you about our friends at Vivid Seats. Download the Vivid Seats app and let them help you make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Uh, Memories with your kids, memories with your parents. These are going to be so important. Picture memories, all that kind of stuff. And the best part about memories isn't so much what you did, but the people you spent that time with doing said event. And Vivid Seats is here to help make that event a reality, make those memories a reality. Download the Vivid Seats app and use the promo code POSTSEASON to get a, a discount of up to $100 towards your next purchase. That's promo code POSTSEASON for a discount of up to $100 towards your next purchase. All right, uh, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And we do encourage you to call the show, 615 499 6690 would be the way to go. Dan from Roanoke is up first. Hey, Moose, it's Dan from Roanoke. I was actually calling uh, in response to a couple of things, one from the last episode, another one from um, what I just saw on Twitter. First thing is that I just saw where the rotation for the NLCS, Miles Michaelis, will be starting game one. I like that idea, actually as opposed to Wainwright, because Michaelis does better on the road in Game 5, which would, he would be a mind for, would have him starting on the road. I also like the fact that we kept Jack Flaherty in the last game, so that puts him up against one of Nat's aces in Game 3. I just thought I'd leave my comment. Love the show. 
keep up good work. Thanks. Hey, Dan, I appreciate the call. And uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Didn't think about it like that. By starting Michaelis first, you line him up to uh, make his second start on the road uh, where he does do pretty well. So Michaelis does get game one. Wainwright gets game two. Flaherty gets game three. Uh, I assume Hudson would get game four. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, game uh, six, if needed, would be Michaelis. And then game seven would be Flaherty. And I guess Wainwright would be available in relief uh, in regards to that. So, hey, good call, Dan. I appreciate you, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, Joey texted us. Hey, Moose, longtime listener. Or no, that was an old one. He texted me. Okay, here's the final thoughts on the Braves. Joey texted me an article uh, from a Braves website, sportstalkatl.com, where the blog post is, the Braves, the Cardinals should be your new least favorite team. I read the article, and basically he's complaining about the fact that the Cardinals had a problem with Ronald Acuna Jr., and that because Acuna does his home run trot and he pimps his singles and all this other business, because he does that, to basically every team, the Cardinals shouldn't single him out because he's in equally a jerk to everybody. Well, what the author doesn't know is the Cardinals, according to Mike Schilt, doesn't, they don't put up with that stuff. And even though it was a one-two count, Flaherty did that on purpose. We all know Flaherty did that on purpose. And if you're Acuna, you don't mess with Flaherty. Flaherty has that same kind of mindset that Chris Carpenter does, from what I can tell, based on interviews and everything else. He's not the guy you want to run out there to try to confront. So, final thoughts on this Braves business. It ain't over. It's over for now because the Braves are sitting at home playing golf, watching the Cardinals and the Nationals go at it in the National League Championship Series. By the way, how much does it burn the Braves that the Nationals are there? You know, it's the first time the Nationals have advanced in the postseason as the Nationals franchise, whereas the uh, the Braves haven't left the NLDS in nearly 20 years. <laughs> I don't mind the Braves. They don't bother me. Uh, I love Freddie Freeman. I love Brian McCann. Uh, Ozzie Albies is good, until, unless Major League Baseball is call, calling him the Wizard of Oz. That's not cool. But that he didn't do that. Ozzie Albies is cool. Um, their pitchers pretty good too. Now, Ronald Acuna Jr. I can't stand the showboating business, and I'm sure this is not going to be the end of it. I'm sure come next season, maybe in spring training, maybe during the regular season, we'll we'll probably see a fight and some more pitches thrown. I'm just saying, baseball feuds tend to spill over like that, uh, like pretty pretty harshly. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't mind it. I like the old school stuff, uh, the rules and all that. I'm for it. doesn't bother me in the least. Bottom line, though, the Braves lost. They lost in epic fashion. They do what every Atlanta team does, and they choke it all away. At least it wasn't as bad as the Falcons blowing that Super Bowl. All I'm going to say about that. All right. Before we wrap up, I do have an announcement for you. I'm choosing to make this now uh, simply because I don't know when the Cardinals will go past the National League Championship Series. I mean, I hope they do. I hope they go to the World Series. But 
Um, my time with you will be uh, coming to an end uh, just uh, probably after Halloween, right around when the Cardinals are no longer in the postseason. Uh, it has nothing to do with the network or anything like that. I love David. I love the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, but things in my life are just a bit crazy, and are they're going? It's going to prevent me from doing the show past the postseason. I signed on to do the whole season. I want to do the whole season. But uh, long story short, here's kind of what's going on. Just so you know, I have a one-year-old little boy named Samuel, and uh, we found out about a year ago that he does have a uh, congenital heart defect. Uh, a very mild case of, uh, I believe it's called supervalvular aortic stenosis, and then a more uh, uh, severish form of uh, branch pulmonary stenosis. And what that means is, is the parts of the veins and stuff that go to his lungs are a bit narrow, right? So we get all that tested out, and he's okay, and it's very manageable, and it's all going to be fine. But they were doing some genetic testing and trying to figure out uh, exactly why this happened. And believe it or not, it turns out that I have the gene that causes that same condition. So on Monday, I have to go and get an echocardiogram and uh, go through the whole battery of tests to make sure that I'm not walking around with something wrong with me. And if there is something wrong, again, very manageable, they can fix it. I'm 35 years old. And I've not had any kind of issues as of yet. But it's important to get it checked out simply because it's the kind of thing that's asymptomatic until suddenly it's not. And it, it doesn't come on slow when it's suddenly not asymptomatic anymore. And it, you know, 56 years old, kind of when it hits you. So I'm glad they found it now in a way. Uh, Sam, uh, my little boy, when they discovered this and him, when he got it in a way, uh, it, for all we know, it could have saved my life. Uh, so we'll see how that all it turns out. But I will be with you through the remainder of the postseason. And it is not a forever goodbye. Uh, we'll see what the future holds as far as uh, next season goes. And I'll still be active on Twitter. Uh, I do know I will be hosting at least a uh, bi-weekly show starting next baseball season. So just keep an eye on Twitter for news about that. It is nowhere near ready or anything of that nature. All right, now we're just focusing on the Cardinals. But I wanted you to know because I wanted to tell you as opposed to springing it on you at the last minute. So we'll, uh, we'll just see what the rest of the season has, and we'll go from here. Go Cardinals. Hopefully a win today with the National League Championship Series. And, uh, yeah, hopefully a World Series in the future too. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, I will attempt to do a Saturday episode to cover game one. We'll do that as well. Otherwise, you'll see me Monday morning. Drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.